previously on Charles Talk Comics. Hello, my name is Javier Gonzalez. I have beautiful hair. I'm in multiple bands, and I have the power. Ooh, I'm getting tired. It's late on a Friday. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, I just want everybody to know, late on a Friday, 8.25 p.m. Go ahead. That <laughs> They're not liking it, and it did terrible at the... Box office. Yeah, and, and wasn't it Caesar said it was the Rock's fault? Yeah, I mean, there's all sorts of stuff. And, uh, and then they they go instead of capturing them and turning them over to the government or eliminating them they they, they them. take care of them and they've rec- they've they've recruited and and taken care of a few young mutants that way by murdering them and no he's just six inches and can't get bigger they drew Nazis I wanted to fuck that was sad chicken and he doesn't feel like he can be inside her because another man was inside him and she's <laughs> like she's like you're an X Men we have someone inside us all the time just get in me and you'll get over it i mean i think that was the conversation they were having i'm just gonna it's it's science this is gonna be the opener it's just gonna be you saying all this stuff i'm just gonna cut me right out (laughs) that 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 that, that's the opener to this podcast you can like the pod this is a pod we are not pod people okay we're we're podcasters okay nomenclature is important and you're a jackass it's not as it's not as bad as my brother has it you know the rodeo they put something around his balls so that they'll so he'll book them. If they were trying to do a minuscule percentage of the shit that they try to do to everybody else to white men, there ain't no way they'd be down for that. And I think you're absolutely right about all of that. No, you keep your you keep your hypothetical weird science stuff out of my... I remember when comic books didn't have weird science stuff about time travel or alternate universes or timelines. God damn it. Get off my lawn. So we ha- we did read another comic. It was suggested <gasps> Wait, by we me. did? Shut what? up. Overdoing a bit. <laughs> I, I don't want to point second. and laugh at people because they're different. I want to. I want to point and laugh at people like you who are the same. They need to do what they need to do and put Peter Parker and Johnny Storm together. Oh my God! And like, welcome to like Hav and Charles talk comics. <laughs> Hi there, and welcome to the final episode of Hav and Charles Talk Comics for the year. That's right, we have finally reached the season finale of Hav and Charles Talk Comics. It was a long and arduous journey. I know some of you have listened, and I know it's been torture, and it's probably even been more torture waiting for us to actually put out this final podcast that we promised you. And here it is. You're very welcome. I am one of your hosts, Charles Herring, and I am here with my very, very good friend, Javier Gonzalez. Hi, Hav. How are you? I'm good, Charles. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. It is it is a pleasure to finally be back with you. We were supposed to drop this podcast the day after Thanksgiving, and it is two weeks past Thanksgiving? Yeah. I mean, sure. Thanksgiving, this is, this is what day? Today is Thursday, right? This is Yes, two Thursdays after Thanksgiving. Two Thursdays, so it is, It is. here we go, I'm going to do it. Literally. Yeah! It yeah! Is, right off the bat! Yeah, it is literally two weeks after Thanksgiving, and we are just recording the podcast. So this podcast should be dropping sometime mid-January. I would like to welcome you to January and the new year. No, hopefully I'll be able to get it out quicker than that, but I make no promises. Well, maybe before March Madness. Well, of next year. Yeah, yeah, maybe, possibly. Okay. I again, no promises, no promises whatsoever. I mean, I I would like to get it before I go to Hawaii in January. I'm going to Hawaii in January. 
Not even humble brag, just bragging no, about that's going not to bra- Hawaii. No, that's not bragging. That's excited. I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited for you. Yes. I am excited. I, I have never been to Hawaii. I'm very excited to go to Hawaii. So I'm going to. Um, today, as we normally do, we are going to talk about two comics. But before we do that, since this is the season finale, and there will be a new season, I, I think I mentioned that we were renewed. Yes. Yay. But by me, as, yeah. as I've said the last few years, I'm not done with Hav yet. And right. I mean... And he kind of means it in a sinister way, everybody, just so you know. I, I feel personally excited, and emotionally threatened. You like it. I, I, it. But you know what? He's at, yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. I do kind of dig it. It's weird. Does that mean make, make me a masochist or a sadist if I like the... It makes you the, a masochist. Okay. And why, do you all, why did you just assume I would know? The difference between them? i just saying, you're a the masochist, one saying... It, a masochist is, is someone who likes to be hurt or, or enjoys being hurt in some way. And a uh, sadist is a person that enjoys hurting people. You're the one that has all the S&M stuff hung in, hanging on the wall behind you. So, you know, and, and I know you watch... Oh, never mind. I can't even do a joke. What's the name of that movie? The Grey movie where it's all about... The dude and the girl, the oh, little lady. Oh, God, no, I've never watched that. Gray Matters, gray stuff. I, I don't know. I don't, I have blanked on the name. It was, it, it was those books, remember? I, and I made do. them into a movie. I, I do know what you're talking about. I can't remember it. And now at this point, even if I do remember it, you're trying to pull a joke like, aha, see, you know all about it. Yeah, no, see, it's yeah. just, this is, so hey, season finale starting off great. So I, I, <sighs> I we do have I, I want to start off sometimes I do it in the middle, sometimes I do it right off the bat. It really excites you when I do this. So we have mail. Yeah, I, yeah we, we do. It is from your wife. Oh. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. This is not the best thing that we do on this show. What did Hav do wrong? He's evidently currently not done anything wrong that's amusing, I'm sure. Don't oh, worry, yeah. Hav. I'm sure you've yes. done I'm sure you've oh. done something wrong. That's yeah. But I got an I got an email back on October third, so we've had a few podcasts since then. We got an email from my brother Patrick Herring, October third, and the message it said message. It's currently October third, but I figured if I wanted to get an email on the season finale of season three, then I better write it now. So here we go. Wow, what an amazing season this was! I really liked when Hover Charles made that joke about that comic. Charles saying literally made me laugh. Hav Hav kept clicking his pen. Ha ha ha. Boy, oh boy. I cannot believe that Hav slash Charles picked that terrible slash wonderful comic book. Wow. What a stinker slash amazing book. Boy, I am really looking forward to season four. I'm so sad there won't be a season four. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I have to go. The space raptors are gathering outside my door and I have to grab my machete and clear, clear, clear them out so my children could get to the cyber park. Boy, the future is weird. In all seriousness, congratulations on three seasons, and I look forward to many more. So thank you very much, Patrick. That was that was great. Uh, that was awesome. Thank you, Patrick. That's a, that, yeah, that was, yes, you got a couple of <laughs> huffgows out of me there. That was pretty good. Thank you. That is awesome. So, so uh, I don't know if you said season three, episode of 17. Yes, we did. Thank s- you very much. We did 17 episodes this year, all of them literal bangers. Sure, I'm gonna. I'm gonna assume that's a good word for making good pods. I, I, yeah, sure. Banger pods. Yeah, banger pods. 
Cool. That sounds that sounds that sounds really bad. Banger banger. Yeah, I don't I don't nasty. I don't I don't want to be part of a banger pod group. <laughs> yeah, there's something there again. It's a, it's a consortium of podcasters who they call themselves the bangers, and I don't I don't want to I don't want to delve into Hobbs kinks anymore. Let's just say if you go to Comic Con and you're invited to the to the banger pod party, you 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 want to go, but just know what you're getting into. Okay. So you do want to go? See, that's what I said. I don't want to delve too much into Hobbs kinks. There you go. Well, let's just leave it at that, shall we? I think we're yeah. both. I, I want to apologize uh, to all of our listeners at the moment because I think both Hav and I are really hot, pumped up right now, and excited to do the season finale. And we're also both delaying talking about the comic books we read like six months ago and don't remember a goddamn thing about that. And <laughs> that and Ethel has some thoughts on it. And yes, Ethel, God darn it, I agree. Uh, we're both pumped up, but I'll tell you, we're recording this in in. in in the evening, and I'm trying my best to to get all pumped up, but I didn't want to ingest any caf- caffeine, like apparently Ethel did. I should stop putting coffee in her water bowl. Uh, the vet says that's a bad idea. I'm 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 I don't want to apologize ahead of time. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna do great. I just I'm trying to get pumped up, and <laughs> Ethel's gonna chime in every once in a while, as she's prone to do. Apparently, she hasn't barked like this all evening. I swear to fucking God. <laughs> nothing been quiet and as soon as like she knows okay so yeah just trying to get pumped up where I'm, I am pumped up I'm ready to go we suggest hey it's called Hob and Charles talk comics and guess what we did we read some comics today our first comic we're going to talk about is Watchmen because we finally after three seasons <laughs> decided to talk about the comic book that probably made all this other comic books that we like and love over the last few years possible, right? It comes from that. It changed the game. Yeah. It, it, it said, hey, comic books can be more than just... I, I know you, you say, hey, they made Suicide Squad at the same time. That's that's not the same. Not Suicide or, Squad. Or, or Squadron Supreme. Son of a mother. <laughs> yeah! Yeah! <laughs> oh, God, I'm going to shove that chicken up. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah you are oh god i can guys i apologize for anything that might happen later hav jumped on the pod pre-pod thing so overly sexualized tonight <laughs> okay. i mean he is just riled Ow. he is just riled up so I, I apologize for anything he says on the pod i'm just pre-apologizing I'm going to try not to let him get canceled for this, but I, I don't know if I can control him. So as I was saying, Watchmen really is the granddaddy comic of, hey, comic books aren't just for kids. Comic books can be, even superhero comic books aren't just for kids. That I was going to say, there. so... Yes, I know. Other, other comic books... There have, have been, been underground about- comic books. Mm-hmm. There have been adult comic books that were definitely not for kiddos before Watchmen, but well, Watchmen... They, yes, they, they kind of brought that up and Watchmen themselves. Yeah. So you suggested Watchmen, and just so we can say off the top, and then I suggested House of M, mm-hmm. that of course came out substantially later in in the aughts. So we're gonna hold form, and we're gonna talk about Watchmen because it came out in 1986. Believe it or not, way back in the middle of the Reagan era, first issue September of '86. And I, so I was 13 when that comic book came out. I did not read that until I was probably in my 30s. I was going to say I was maybe, maybe I read it in college for sure in law school. I'd heard of it, 
uh, I bought the trade. I've had the same trade forever. It's, it's so uh, substantially later, at least in the 90s, in probably late 90s was when I read it, had heard about it, had read about it. It was famously and rightfully so named by like Time Magazine, I want to say, as one of the top 100 pieces of literature of the 20th century period, English. I, I think maybe limited to the English language. Uh, I, and I, I, I don't know if I would go that far, but it is it is incredibly good. Yes. I mean, so Alan Moore wrote it. Everybody that kind of knows, but just in case, out the, and I know I overuse it, but the great Alan Moore yeah. penned this, and I don't think I'm, I'm going too far to say this masterpiece, and it was drawn by Dave Gibbons in a very distinctive style, the panel setup. In, in reading it, and we'll get into some of the, the plot and everything, I'm sure, but in reading it, this way i didn't i have the trade but i read it on my chromebook that can turn into a tablet and and zooming in frame by frame made me appreciate sequential storytelling that gibbons did in tandem with moore's writing because there were panels after panel that were the same but just slightly different and in a good way not in a bad way just very concise it was generally speaking with some exceptions it was three by three panels on the page which sure probably had been done had been done before but not to this level of i don't believe storytelling in that format usually you want you know the big thing was the big splash pages that would come after this it was just from top to bottom story themes art the coloring of the comic was distinctive and unique there was a lot of bright colors that just caught the eye so that's a little off the top just I, to get going. I, I'm amazed. I'm amazed that you came out with all of that because I remember you telling me right before we started to record that the thing you most liked about it was just the nudity. Well, yeah. And yes. I, I, that's, well, like I said, uh, but I'm glad you didn't, I, I'm glad you fleshed that out as it were, as ah, we went forward. I, I see what you did there. I it, see what you did there. It wasn't subtle. There, there is. You get some full frontal of uh, old Doctor Manhattan. Well, not strutting just around. Not just Doctor Manhattan. You get to see lots of lots of uh, butt, lots of butt of True. multiple of multiple characters. Uh, on, I'm sorry. I, I that that was that was me trying to be funny. Um, <gasps> there, there, there is hey, a hey. There, there is a there is a great there there is a lot of sex in this for a comic book. I there's mean, a lot of there's look there's a lot of everything in yes. this comic there's, there's a lot of sex, sex violence there's, there's, there's horror there's a horror there is just a true horror comic in the sla- midst of it sla- yes slasher gore yes pol- po- uh, politics uh, to the umpteenth degree i love i love how they show how brutal comic books could be that seems to be the this may be one of the first times that they did that in a comic i know it's it's been done a a lot since then i mean mark millar glorified in it mark millar glorifies in it he just absolutely bludgeons people in his didn't he do kick ass isn't millar also the boys yeah or is that no that's garth ennis that's garth ennis but i I, but some of these guys that they show what can happen when you're absolutely beating the ever ever loving snot out of a guy and this does it. I mean, they the, the scene where again I'm having trouble with names. 
the Night Owl and uh, what's her name? Our uh, Silk Spectre. Silk Spectre have a gang of thugs going to mug them, and they just brutalize that group. Well, let's start off with the intro where comedians getting murdered the ever-living snot kicked out of him yeah. by an unknown assailant mm -hmm. and it's incredibly violent and it so is. as opposed to you know run-of-the-mill comic book violence where there's pow bang mm -hmm. and nobody's bloodied nobody's missing teeth he looks like he was beat up badly so yeah it, it's 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 here's the before we again getting into all that the the way it starts too there's no opening scrawl like for star wars to explain where we're at in the in this universe you get dropped in but like a good comic book you learn really fast what the status quo of this universe is just by reading yeah and learning more and you get into it and it's just it's, in it's like it's, alan moore can do it's 1986 and richard nixon is still president and the reason is this Dr. Manhattan, there's a news flash at some point in the comic where there is a Superman and he's American. Dr. Manhattan, he's, he's got powers. There is a news flash that says something like that in the comic, I swear. And because of that, he, he comes to, to be, to being, apparently before Watergate, and, be, and then we, we, the United States in this universe, wins Vietnam. And Nixon gets in a constitutional amendment to, I guess, be president, you know. As many, yeah, he removes the. As uh, many times two, as he wants. Yes. And he just keeps getting elected. Yeah. I, and I, they talk I, about some that. Of the, so. Well, some of the things, I, since you brought that up about Watergate, the comedian kills Woodward and Bernstein. Oh, no, he killed, he killed Kennedy. Uh, that was, that went I mean, both ways. Say, that, yeah, no, no, that went both ways. They're like, so, one thing said, no, he wasn't there. And the other said he was there. And yeah, so he may have killed Kennedy. He also killed Woodward and Bernstein. He was a, the funny thing is no one is a good guy. And people talk about Alan Moore sometimes talking about how he's this right winger because of some of his comic book characters. And, but they're not the good guys. The comedian is a right winger and not a good guy. Ro Roshark, Rosh Roshark, Roshark, Roshark. Roshak is a Rorschach. is a it would fit perfectly in with QAnon and the extreme right right now and he is a in conspiracies whack, yeah no and he all is that. a massive conspiracy he is a whack job and and then the big bad of the whole thing is I think they were trying to because I've heard people say well see he was making this liberal guy he's not liberal he's an autocrat I the uh, Ramses the second, whatever uh, Ozymandias. He is not a good guy. He, 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 yes. he wants. He thinks he's smarter than everyone else, and so he should Im Im make his the will. Self-proclaimed smartest man yes, in the world. In the world, and everything, yeah. everything about this thing is just it. It's just piercing for the comic book genre politically, where people are, how people interact, the horror of living in new york during reagan's presidency that that was just a a joke political thing but more having all these fanboys that love rorschach oh yeah everybody yeah this whole group that's he's the hero he kind of is but he's not the the hero seems to be the everyman of night owl and silk specter who were if the, if yeah. there's a hero, there doesn't have to be a hero. There might not be a hero because no, there's it's really almost... everybody's everybody's. They're all look. 
The only two people that aren't awful are Night Owl and Silk Spectre. They're not awful. They're just people who happen to be superheroes and get off on beating up criminals. And by the way, I, I had forgotten how much, w- when we were making jokes earlier in the first season, I, I was making the jokes about, you know, whatever two people want to do if they want to dress up in comic co- <laughs> in costumes and beat each other up that might have been where i got that whole thing because when they get in that fight with the muggers they get all horned up yeah it it is it it is it is shining a light on that type of personality and possibly why they're into it except that doesn't seem to be why roshark is into it rorschach 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 like the Rorschach test. I, I I know, and I'm trying to find it in my head, and my it will not come out of my mouth correctly. So okay, just uh, just go ahead and mark mock me, you son. I am of bitch. Not, I am not. I was just trying to no uh, no. Su- I, I know. Suicide I, Squad trying to tell you that <laughs> uh, you know maybe that wasn't the right exact word. No, and and Alan Moore's on on the record in at least one interview I remember reading about. That if though if Rorschach is their favorite character, then they just missed the complete boat on oh this on, on what he was trying to get across. Yes, not that Rorschach didn't do some things that maybe some people would want to do, like kill a child molester hey, that uh, also killed a girl. Hey, he's not. He did things that people have layers. It's yeah. He's he's just not a. He's just he's more he's more of a disturbed individual than he is a bad guy you know what i mean he's the one that when you do put him on trial for his crimes you put him away in a psychiatric institution instead of and study him well no because well yeah but you try to help him you try to help him him. because there's something wrong with that poor dude well i mean that whole thing about his face Oh yeah, his 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 mom, his backstory, his mother being a whore. I'm sorry, a sex worker. Yes, and then here's the thing I had forgotten, having not read it in for for a while. The the I'd forgotten why his mask moved, and it's because it was a certain type of fabric that he was working as a, as as a tailor in some thing where they had this leftover fabric that would change design. It was going to be the news next to you by that. I think Ozymandias' company it, yes. made. It was about. It was about. It was a fabric about Dr. Manhattan. A fluid fabric. It was a fluid fabric so that it would move around. And that's why the that's why the blobs and what have you. So he made a mask out of it. And yeah. he calls it his face. He yeah. he is he is that superhero. He is the Batman of this, even though well, in a lot of ways, Night Owl and him, if you put them together, are Batman. Yep. I was, I mean, I was just thinking that. Yeah, because he's He's the I'm the all costume inside and the other one's the analytical I'm going to solve this and have gadgets and do all of that. So you put the two together and you have the insane lunatic with money and then the guy with money and that's Batman, an insane lunatic with money. So I'm not going to argue with any of that. I yes. mean just and it, but but take into the umpteenth maybe oh, yeah. natural, yeah, it's, it's natural ex- progression if you go down that trail. It's the extreme. I, it's the ex- I I love I love the juxtaposition of if when you if you when you first read Watchmen you don't notice the homeless well you notice the homeless guy but you don't know that that's uh, Rorschach thank you Rorschach just can't say it I don't know why roar, like roar like a lion and then Shack roar Shack roar like a lion Shack just I'm just saying just it's I I I have words like that where I can't say the the city's connectivity it's connect nope okay so for example. Rorschach is 
this homeless guy who is wandering around, so he is always on scene. The first time you you see a homeless guy right after the comedian is killed, there's a guy cleaning the blood off the streets. There's a homeless guy walking by, the end is nigh, and... Rorschach is narrating and he says the accumulated filth of all their sex and murder will foam up about their waist and all the whores and politicians will look upon look up and shout save us and I'll look down and whisper no yeah and that's and, and, and that's and that's all these people's heroes <laughs> well and I think some people glommed onto that because very much so in the comic he is the narrator of the comic uh, at some level because of his journal entries that you read pretty much every issue i think yes i think for some reason maybe that made people think he was somehow the good guy i was going to also tell you or, or mention doesn't have to there doesn't have to be a good guy of no. course ozymandias thinks he's the good guy just like the, yes. like just like the best bad guys have all always think they're the good guys or, or doing what needs to be done because it needs somebody needs to step up and do what the, the hard do the hard thing yeah you need me on that uh, hill you want me on that hill Exactly. You're goddamn right. I oh sorry. There you go. Silk, Silk Spectre and Al Alman Alman. I can't say Alman. Uh, I thought it was Night Owl. I'm sorry, Night Owl. Thank you so much. You're welcome. My bad. I, I, Owl or I'm Owl just, Man. I'm just so proud of the fact that I know the name of a character. <laughs> hey, do you remember the Big Bang Theory episode where Sheldon's girlfriend points out that? Indiana Jones and Karen Allen's character, Marion, have no really effect on what happens to the Ark. I loved that idea. I've said that so, to people and they get so angry about it. I, I, actually, I can make it worse. It would have killed God. Hitler. There's no way in hell they if they didn't go through all that, they wouldn't just take it right back to Hitler. And Somebody. Yeah. He'd have gone, gone straight back to Hitler. He'd open that motherfucker up and... <laughs> okay. See, I didn't even think of that. Well, in very much that same vein... Night Owl and Silk Spectre, although very much throughout the whole comic, they really don't affect the outcome. No, they're they're um, along for the ride. Yes, well, it was all ride. well, it was all the whole thing was all preordained. That well, was well, okay. There, well, there you go. Ozzy Mandius, Ozzy Mandius planned out the entire thing, including making it so Doctor Manhattan would not realize what was going on, and he thought he had it, but he, he thought he had was going to trap Doctor Manhattan. But I loved that. It, that's the first thing I learned to do. I that that was brilliant. But there is also Alan Moore in this comic somehow delves into these huge topics like free will versus fate. Yes. You, and you have Dr. Manhattan who experiences time all at once. That, and in and and it says, you know, 20, you know, this I I'm it he's he can jump from time as if he was there reliving it and then you do get into this enough so that you, I probably need to reread it again just the whole the loops Doctor Manhattan loops, yeah Doctor Manhattan is always talking about I I I'm it's 1965 i'm i'm in a meeting meeting this person this is it's 1977 it, it's 10 minutes in the future and i'm on mars talking to whatever the name of silk specter is that eludes me it, that is it is just including when him doing in that loops makes her realize who her father is and that it, she, she that she blocked it out and, yes and you get into all that with Silk Spectres, the second Silk Spectre. She took up the moniker and the mantle after her mom. Mm -hmm. And you get into all that. Her mom's attack 
attempted rape by the comedian. the comedian and then apparently some years later they get together mm-hmm. consensually and they, and they make a baby so and you have that whole scene where hey can a guy just talk to his daughter and she had blocked it out until he's getting her to to think about why she feels the way she does it's look it's tw- it's a 12 issue limited series one of the times you know many times we said something should have been longer something should have been shorter this is it as is. darn near perfect as you can get when it comes to telling it, a story beginning middle and end yes it is not extraneous everything in it works i just the, there is a whole theme running through it talking about missing people and one of the missing persons is a comic book writer that then went on to write the movies and things and one of the characters in the thing is a young man that hangs out at a newsstand reading a comic book and that's his the writer that's disappeared's most famous comic book and then it turns out these people are on an island plant helping plan Ozymandias is the whole story of how he's going to fake an alien attack so then there won't be a world war but first he has to make dr manhattan go away now when i said all of this was preordained even in it it wasn't preordained because some of the things happened because he started it but then he had to take other actions to stop it like kill the comedian because he wasn't going to kill the comedian he only killed the comedian because the comedian found out a kind of found out what was going on and kept talking and then to poured his heart out to Morlock, who was his he was working for one of Ozymandias's companies mm-hmm. and his apartment was bugged. Yes. And so got himself in the crosshairs. Yep. And uh, it it just every everything about it. I and I the the interesting thing about Dr. Manhattan is his absolute loss of complete and total loss of humanity. Darn near. I mean, at the very end, he, he, remember? Cl- she talks him into coming back to save the world, basically, but... But but at some point, he does say that he had forgotten. I mean, he was he's so far removed at that point, but he does at one point say that he had remembered how unique everything is, and he he goes on a little thing where at the end, he, he, he realizes just enough to come back and just say his piece, essentially, because it's already happened. Yes. It, it, it yeah. can't be stopped. Well, yeah, it had already happened when they get there because of the things he did to kind of block his sight there. It it, it was excellent. It just it, so in '83, DC Comics, as it's been known to do, bought Charlton Comics and bought as a result of that all the Charlton superheroes. The Charlton Comics was a superhero comic book company, amongst other things, back in the. I don't know if it goes back to the 50s, for sure 60s into the 70s. Well, yeah, and Steve then, Ditko wrote for him, so it was definitely in the 60s, maybe the 50s. I don't know if he wrote there well, first. And, or, yeah. Well, and for example, Night Owl is, we believe, taken from Blue Beetle from Charlton. Uh, just a dude with a lot of money and a lot of tech analog there. Captain Adam was the imbued with all these powers, not to the degree of Dr. Manhattan, mm-hmm. but like Alan Moore does, he took it and ran with it and amped him up. Nightshade was the female, you know, do-gooder, not powered. Oh, every, and let me say that everybody but Dr. Manhattan, not powered. Yeah. They're, they're, they're you know. They're, exceptional human beings. Yes. That, trying to do good. Yes. Peacemaker is, we think, the analog maybe for the comedian and the question steve ditko creation uh, there's a couple steve ditko's so the blue beetle steve ditko the the question steve ditko is the loose analog for rorschach i just think and then thunderbolt slash peter cannon 
the loose, very loose Ozymandias. I don't. I, I kind of feel Ozymandias is just its own uber human. Yeah. Peak the dude learned how to catch a fucking bullet. Yes. In his hand. Yes. That's how peak of whatever he is. Yes. He he. So he's freak of nature. Well played, sir. Yeah. Is all I have to say to that. Set someone uh, up. Set someone up to shoot him, and he knew he could catch the bullet. Yeah, and then and then force the a cyanide pill. And in his force mouth. a cyanide pill in his mouth. Yes. Uh, you also have the the frontiersman, which is like a far right wing rag that is the is the is the periodical that Rorschach is always going yeah, to, he, to get at the newsstand. Yeah, he goes to the his, same. The, the newsstand is kind of a central location that yes. a lot of the interaction goes on there. It's in it's in the neighborhood where Rorschach lives. It's in the and and you learn about that area. I mean, there's a there's a lesbian cab driver who gets her hustlers there, and she has a fight with her girlfriend right there while all of this is is building up. The as as the therapist for Rorschach and his wife he, have yes, it out there. They at the have end. it out there at the end. The young man that's sitting there, it, there was a really nice scene because at first the the guy that runs the newsstand was telling him, man, I ain't, I'm, he asked for his hat because it was raining. And he's like, man, I'm not giving you your, my hat. I, you don't do things for people. That's insane. And then when they set up Dr. Manhattan to look like he's causing cancer in everyone, that he's around and he leaves... And all of a sudden, there's they're all just they are convinced at this point the and it was ramping up. They're convinced that there was going to be a nuclear war, and it probably would be a nuclear war because that Russia's ramping up, and they were nut. There's Nixon was a nut bar and surrounded by nut bars who were saying, "Well, uh, we 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 need we need to first strike. We need to do all this." And so everybody's assuming it's going to happen. So he realizes at that point, and he gives the kid his hat. The next day, he's like, you know what? Here, have the hat. And the the rest of the comic, the kid is wearing his hat, and he's not even wearing a hat. The guy didn't even get another hat. I I that was just a really nice touch of the things going on in this comic that are just side characters to show how everything going on by these uber powerful people, Ozymandias and Dr. Manhattan, affects everyone else down on the street so it's a real way of looking at a microcosm of these comic book universes where okay but what goes on for just like regular people in a comic book universe i love one of the things i loved about gwenpool and i am not comparing gwenpool to watchmen in any way whatsoever except however <laughs> when she's there she realize she knows it's a comic book universe and she knows if you're just a person in a comic book universe you are most likely going to die because of all the shenanigans going on in the comic book universe so she makes herself something else yeah you're you're fodder you're that's expendable. right yes no one will ever know your name so it there's so your example of the hat the whole black freighter comic Oh, that the Black Freighter comic, the whole thing of the, isn't that an allegory of Ozymandias? Yeah, I mean, because that's he's he's convinced he's saving the world, but he's actually going to kill his family. I mean, basically, and he does kill his. Fa I mean, he he literally murders, and I didn't even really look at it like that when I was reading it, but he literally murders the only people there in the Arctic with him because they might figure out what he did, and then he kills all the he sinks the boat 
that was taking of the, all of the artists back and yeah. they're like we did our job and da 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 and two of them have been waiting and then they decide to have sex and they they go down down in the bottom of the boat to have sex and there's a bomb down there and they're like well already then and then of, of the heroes everybody's in agreement no this is better for the world we're going to keep quiet and Rorschach's like fuck no i'm yes. telling everybody and well then you're not walking out of here in one piece yeah dust to dust baby yeah and he well, blows his blows he, him up yeah, Dr. Manhattan kills him. I will say, they weren't saying, okay, we're okay with what you did. What they were saying was, well, fuck, you did it. And it goes it, into another philosophical, tautological, if that's the right word, do the ends justify the means? That's not, I don't even think that's the ends justifying I, the means. It's know, the, okay. this, well, I, I'm saying that because I, I don't agree that you should have done that because it, because I think there could be other ways to fix these problems. I, I'm not saying you should just murder all these people and do it. What, what they are saying is it happened. It had already been done. It's so already why, been done. So why done. bring him to justice? We can't. We now look. I think Doctor Manhattan should have snapped his fingers and fried uh, Ozymandias. Ozymandias too. You don't get to live after doing that. You you don't get off to get get to be get off scot free. But literally, the only one that could do anything about him, as we saw, would have been Ozzy, uh Would have been Doctor Manhattan because he beats the shit with no effort out of Roshark and Night Owl. I mean, he didn't even, I mean, didn't break a sweat. He's no. just, he's like, okay, guys. It's, You're embarrassing yourselves. Come on. It's it's like me, it's like me fighting toddlers. Yeah, I was going to say, be like you putting your hand on the hip forehead of a little kid trying yeah. to swing at you that's, yeah. whose it's reach like, is okay, like a okay, foot. Okay, okay come please on. Please stop. So, please, you're... I, which I, is I'm what, afraid you're which is what Dr. <laughs> which is what Dr. Manhattan says to Ozymandias at one point at the end there where it's pretty much, you know, you were in you're your concern. I'm con about as concerned about I'm paraphrasing badly. Uh, he's Dr. Manhattan to Ozymandias is something like I'm concerned about you about as much as you're concerned with the termite or insect. Yes. That's that's how far above and beyond you I am. But you've already done this. Yes. And because he's using tachyons to throw off Manhattan's ability to see the future, blah, 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 blah. And look, I feel like I'm getting too much in the weeds. I'm not saying you are. It, it, it's worth, to me, not maybe right away, another reread to really make note. Maybe even, I'm sure people have written umpteen essays and oh, sure. deep dives on the, again, the free will versus the, the, the predestination stuff that is... I believe one of the big themes in this, but on top of that, shoot, I mean, we forget, I don't, I don't know. I'm not going to speak for you. 86 nuclear war was a real thing for us growing it, up. Yes, it was. Yes. It and was. it becomes, it becomes in this world, very apparent that Dr. Manhattan is the deterrent to Russia, to the USSR. They, they, they don't go into Afghanistan until he's off the, the plane board. Yeah. He leaves. left Yeah, They immediately invaded Afghanistan the minute they found out he was off planet. Yeah, which eighty six is when about when they're getting out of Afghanistan. Yeah, quite they, they yeah they had poured partly probably helped bankrupt you know in in helped in the downfall of of the USSR yes. that expenditure yes. uh, and trying to keep up with the USA. Yes, that's why we need to fund Ukraine because they're doing the same oh fucking thing. They're doing yes. the same thing in Ukraine. Oh, and then the other things about the war about uh, nukes, the minutes to midnight clock that oh, yeah. used to be a thing. 
it's know, still three is. minutes to midnight. It, it still it, is, but it you know it had never gotten to one minute to midnight. They they moved it. They moved it closer when Trump was president. I'm sure they did. Yeah. I so all these things. The oh the 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 the. This, you mentioned the cigarettes thing, where they're dry, it looks like a crack pipe. She she's smoking. She, yeah, I sent I sent Hav and Caesar a a photo, and she's like, I need a smoke, and it's a crack pipe. I don't I don't get that. I mean, I don't either. It, I, it I, looks like a crack pipe. I didn't. Had, had but you they s- also mentioned because of Ozymandias and Doctor Manhattan, all the uh, technological advances that really didn't affect the socioeconomic well-being apparently of most regular folks they have electric cars mm-hmm. you know, because well, that's, or, or uh, dr manhattan and he basically invented that yeah. or uh, yeah he i mean he he created a future but none of it is helping yeah because of everybody else i mean you can't have a super powerful being make everything good and i really have you have you watched the watchman show they did the season I, I, I have it written down okay yeah, because, on HBO. Yeah, it's it's, it's excellent. It was. Excellent. Oh my god, it was incredible. And I know, I know, Alan Moore doesn't like it. I honestly think it's the best Watchmen thing there is. I it, it, and that sounds bad. I don't mean that in in a negative way. I think because they took from it and they made this completely different thing. Well, they fast forwarded to the present. Yes, to to, to the present is, and it's a what if everything yeah. progressed in that universe. Yes. Into the future, and eventually Ozymandias is found out, and they exile him to... Do they exile him to Mars or Europa? Someone exiles him, because everyone doesn't know, because they're still making things drop on the Earth. They still think there's a possibility of a breach from another dimension. That's right. That's 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 the thing. I need to rewatch that. Yeah, no, they... they, So he... Yeah, I need to rewatch it, too, because I can't remember the whole way it worked, but I loved that show. It was... And I think... I don't think I had read. Re- I, I think I remember watching the show, thinking, "Well, son of." I, re- I watched the whole darn thing, and I remember thinking, "I probably should have reread Watchmen, the comic book." I think I'm because gonna, I think I'm going to rewatch it now. Uh, now yeah, that we've I th- I just reread it, idea. and it's like, "Oh my god, I got to watch this thing again." Y- you also get into the post World War II heroes, you know, yes. that, that were the predecessors to this current crop that get outlawed by the Keen Act. Senator Keene, apparently, I don't know if that's a real person. You know, they they outlaw the supers at some yeah, point. Yeah, no. Well, yeah. The the this group the was the one that was were outlawed, but the original group, the comedian, is the only one that kind of bridged that gap because yeah. the comedian was slightly part of the other group. He was like nineteen at the very end of their yeah. run. Yeah, or something. He, yeah, he he had just coming in, and he was a piece of work. I There's mean, so, I mean, we we could talk. I mean, I'm sure there have been podcasts just about the Watchmen and going about this comic and going. Oh, we could issue we could by do, issue. Yeah, you we, could do a 12 we could do a po- issue. yeah, we could do a twelve podcast doing each issue of this going through. It is that full of things to talk about, and then we could do a bonus podcast just talking about the arc of the pirate comic in it. The, the pirate, pirate, yeah, the black pirate, yeah, the, the, yeah. The, Black Freighter, sorry. The Black Freighter, yes. It it was... The funny thing is, I think the first time I read that, I didn't... I still... It's not really my kind of comic, but it's it's grown on me. It's... It's not necessary, but it's... It, it's it's fascinating to, to have the two plots yes. coalescing together. In, going, in so many different ways. I mean, it is just... Everything um, about this damn thing. The druggies, the, the I forget what they call them, that are on something that eventually kill Hollis Mason because oh. they just... Uh, that's so sad. And he's that having the flashback sad. to where he's 
you know, bunching out. And it was so it was so sweet. You could see how beloved he was in the neighborhood because the kids were going to go up to see him on trick or trick or treat. Hey, it's us again. Remember from last? Yeah, I I know because he just seemed like a great guy. Yes, I would. I I I think I'm going to mention the the Zack Snyder did the Watchmen movie. Yeah, I liked it. I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was an, for an adaptation of a comic. He, as much as you could, he didn't go frame by frame, but man, he hit the big beats on a lot of it, except for the very ending. Yeah, he changed it completely to blame Doctor Manhattan for to so everybody to band together against Doctor Manhattan. Mm-hmm. I liked the people that played the characters. Yes, but then I think unfortunately Jack Snyder thought all comic books were like Watchmen and should be like Watchmen, <laughs> and that's was the problem going forward. So yes. that's pretty much all I have to say about that. Yeah, and and the the Watchmen again, he is one of those people that leans more towards Roshark as a hero. Zack Snyder just about his political personality. He is very, very libertarian, and Roshark is definitely a libertarian, and so that's what We're he. Wa- well, he's a well. I I said libertarian. Have you? Aha! No, have you ever seen? Well played, like, sir. Have you ever seen like a libertarian convention? I mean, there's some wackadoos over there. That yeah. yeah. So DC wanted to go that way with. The DC All universe. properties? Yeah. Well they, well, they put him in charge. So, yeah, they did. Going back to the time. So, 86, this comes out. I don't... I didn't do the re, the Googling. I'm thinking it comes out before Dark Knight Returns. Uh, do you know better than me, maybe? I have no <coughs> idea. It's about the same time period. Uh, I know we've... I've talked about Squadron Supreme came out slightly before, but it is very sanitized. Marvel hit some of this... Kind of, but not yeah, but it different. Some, yeah, it's, I, I don't really... S- I gotta say, I've read them both now, and I don't, I do not put them even in the same category of comics. No. I no. Well, this is arguably for this art form in superheroes in particular. This is it. Yeah, that and Gwenpool. So there you go. I not that you're comparing them. <laughs> not hey, easy, gonna... everybody. <laughs> easy. Not that he's comparing them, but Gwenpool could could be Doctor Manhattan and Ozymandias with her. When hand type her, if Squirrel Girl was there too, I I don't know if she can beat Doctor Manhattan, but I do think she can beat Ozymandias because she has the power of the fourth wall. So once you have the power of the fourth wall, well, I guess you can beat Doctor Manhattan too because you can figure out some way to do it. But you can also defeat Doctor Manhattan with reason or by zaniness because she's zany, so she might be able to kind of work her talk just talk him around yeah, in a circle. Around. Well, she's also adorable. Yes. That is true. And you know, he likes him young. That okay. bothered. No, oh, uh, wow. Yeah. That was, hey. I, I was I, that that was, wasn't even, there was some inappropriate stuff in there. She was 16? She was 16. And caught Dr. Manhattan's eye. Yes, and he made sure he got what he wanted. He still had his humanity then, if you know uh, what I mean. <laughs> that and, you know, I'm not even saying comment. That, yeah, that was glaring. The, the nudity? In, you know, for 86, and then also the, the no no kind of context for it, just, hey, by the way, there's a lesbian cab driver. And I, li- I, really, I actually on. really liked that. I, I, so yeah, far ahead of its time, is, it probably caught all sorts of shit back then, I, bet I would did. guess. I bet it but, did, especially in a comic book, because there are, I mean, they're still trying, they were still trying to get gay characters in comic books in the early 2000s and they were like oh these two hey, they, they then how dare you retcon this character to be gay that character you're worried about that 
But you can have killing and gore. I, well, and no, and bes- just besides, this is not a beloved character. What's his name? Or the the two that got? I mean, Iceman. Oh, Iceman. No, no, Iceman was even later when they had him come out. <coughs> who was it? I don't even remember now. I it was. I I can't remember. I it, I didn't know who they were then. Now I think I thought I remembered it. Somebody we've read about recently. I didn't. I literally did not know who they were when it came out in the news and people were yeah. losing their crap about it. And I'm like who and i read comic books a lot and i'm like i don't yeah. i got no idea who these two characters are well and, and guess what if you don't like it don't read it How look about that? i i i just if they want to do it they need to they need to do what they need to do and put peter parker and johnny storm together i mean come on what was it what comic was it we read where they were doing this this uh deadpool and, and pete oh yeah had to do the striptease oh god that was hilarious yeah, that was, yes. I don't know why that came to mind, but yeah, you guys get to be naked together. Yeah, no, no, that that was not that was funny. That was not how uh, I was going to have uh, Peter Parker and Johnny Storm naked together. Yeah, there you go. You're, I can see you're doing the the docking, doing docking. What, what is the t- what is docking? I don't know. What is it? <laughs> no, the, I think I, I you're think the, it was. I, I saw this the on one the that, show where two you know, two guys touch the ends of their penis together. You think that's docking? I don't know, man. Okay. I don't, I'm not, I'm not up on the. Google it. I, okay. Dark, you dark web Google that and tell me what you find out. I didn't out. That, say dark that's, web That's Google. okay. I, I, I am hesitant to explain what docking is on this podcast because it'll get you all riled up from what oh I. Oh my God. I was, by the way, I just want everybody to know I was not riled up. Charles has, for some reason, he, he's cracking himself the fuck up right now. Uh, he is trying to stifle his laughter. He's backing away from the microphone because he is cracking. His, his head is shaking. He's laughing so hard. Oh, my God. It's great. Why are you lying about what's going on in the oh, podcast? Okay. You, Hav, I lie about a lot of stuff. Ha- I actually am a Hav, terrible liar. Hav, a known liar, is trying to make out as if I've made up this whole thing about him being sexually riled up today. All right. So, yeah. And scene. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. So... So what I'm saying is the homework for everyone that has Hobbs' personal email address that listens to this pod is find out what docking is and then send him an explanation. Okay. Yeah, let's 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 do that. And if you don't and if you don't have Hobbs' personal email address, it is no, I'm just kidding. Go to Hav and Charles dot com and send us an email about what you think docking is and I will have Hav read those for us on the season, the first season, for the, the first, first episode, the of first the season, fourth episode season. of the fourth season. Uh, yeah, that, that Hav will enjoy doing that. Sure, sure. <laughs> you guys knock yourselves out with that. Oh my God, he, you guys, he is. He, you are basking in this. This is a good life for you. I'm glad. I'm glad you're getting the kick out of this. You probably needed this. Uh, or hey, anything mm. else to mention? I feel like broad, you know, we, we don't yeah, have to we, go blow, we blow, blow. I mean, no, and we didn't. We, we really just talked about stuff in this, and we could go on for another hour, but we've been talking legitimately for quite a bit of time now on this. And I don't know if we've, I, I don't, this is an amazing comic. I didn't ask if Hav liked the comic because I knew he liked the comic. He didn't yeah. ask me if I liked the comic because we knew he, we, we, we both liked the comic. It is, it is incredible. I I have since I first read it. I've read it every few years just to just like oh I should read read Watchmen again. So that's kind of why I I think I've even read it during the three years before we did this. I think I read it at some point while we were doing the podcast just because I was like I should read the we talk about it. I should read it again. Yeah. I did want to say one thing. I have brought up the one great thing I thought that they took dead on from the movie 
they they took dead from the comics right into the movie and i thought it was it made a great scene in the movie i was incorrect about which was uh it was the roshark there is a scene in the movie where roshark looks up and he's in the cafeteria and they're gonna attack him because he's roshark and he goes you guys don't understand something i'm not trapped in here with you you're trapped in here with me and I, I didn't yell it like he did, but I mean, he, I mean, it was a great fucking take too. It is just, it is awesome. That is not in it. There is a written line from the psychiatrist going, he, there was an altercation in the thing and he, he said to in the yard and, or in the cafeteria and he said, you're, you no. don't understand. And he said the thing and I was like, oh my God, but it, it actually worked so well reading that I, you kind of visualized <laughs> So when well, I saw the movie, I, it made me think, oh, my God, that was directly out of the comic book. But it wasn't. It wasn't like a I, and I get why you showed it in the movie. But I'm saying it was so well written that I literally thought, oh, my God, that was that that was in the comic book because this comic book was so perfect. There were a lot of things, though, from the movie that were dr- ripped directly. Oh, yeah. I mean, frames. I know. From the com. I mean, panels from the comic that were shots in the movie. Well, because that that one that you were thinking was from the comic put into the movie. I think that happens either right before or in the same scene where he gets the fe- the, the grease on the guy from the and, and puts the grease on from the cafeteria mm-hmm. and eventually yes. kills the guy that sparks the prison riot. But yes, yeah, I mean, any yes, good point. Yeah, because there's stuff. I know that there was stuff that I thought was, and I can't think of any right now. Oh, oh, we didn't even say this. There's so much stuff, filler, and not filler in a bad way, in between the at the end of issues where there's these huge articles that they give you so much more context of of the comic. You know, the the whole articles at the end of the issues. That that's all I was going to say. That that builds the universe even more. There is a. I took a screenshot of something I wanted to bring up. And it was talking about the, it really goes into my, back to what I brought up earlier about, you know, what two people want to do if they want to get dressed up and one plays a bad guy and one plays a good guy and they want to beat each, beat each other up, what consensual, that kind of thing. There is a whole page and it is Silk Spectre and Night Owl. Mm-hmm. And she says, hey, you remember the guy, that one guy who pretended to be a super villain so he could get beaten up? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, you mean Captain Carnage? <laughs> he was one for the books. You're telling me. I remember I caught him coming out of this jeweler's. I didn't know what his racket was. I start hitting him and I think, geez, he's breathing funny. Does he have asthma? He tried, hold on. He tried that with me, only I'd heard about him, so I just walked away. He follows me down the street, broad daylight, right? He's saying, punish me. I'm saying, no, get lost. Whatever happened to him? Oh, well, he pulled it on Roshark, Roshak. And Roshak dropped him down an elevator shaft. Yeah. Oh, God, I'm sorry. That isn't funny. (laughs) I guess it's not. You know, that really felt good. There don't seem to be so many laughs around these days. Well, what do you expect? The comedian is dead. Yeah. And I mean, and that was the end of one of the... the, One of the the 12 comics. That that was the last... That was it. And and, I mean, and then he even has a Bob Dylan quote at the end. Yeah. There's so many good quotes at the at, end. At midnight, all the agents and superhuman crew go out and round up everyone who knows more than they do. So yeah. I just everything about this thing was just the amazing. The whole thing about Hooded Justice, when he breaks up the rape mm-hmm. and you get, you know, comedian talking to him about what he's into and, oh, you're, you know, you're not into dames, huh? Yeah. Kind of thing. And then you, then there's, there's some side story about that and the in-between stuff, I think that I'm blanking on, but it's, look, again, from beginning to end, it's jam-packed. 
each issue is jam-packed with just so much. Like you said, like we said before, you could do a 12 episode yes. podcast. I this and, and each one could be 2 hours. Yeah, I I think this is the longest we've talked about any one comic. Really? Okay. Well, it doesn't seem like it, but I believe it. No, um, I, I and I, that's that's not a knock. I I keep coming up with things we can talk about more about, but I we should probably move on. Anything in the in between cuz I do have something for the in between. Go. Well, what what do you got? So, I think I'd mentioned me and Julie, uh, my wife, we went to Kansas City for a good friend of mine, Dave's 50th birthday. I've known him since high school. We've kept up over the years. And we went up there. We spent the day hanging out. And then when there was a dinner and he invited me and, and Ryan and, and also went to high school with him. And then we had this huge dinner. It was a lot of fun. We had some drinks. We had a good time. But one of the one of his Kansas City friends, his name is Joe. And he's sitting at the, like, I'm at one end of this table with like t- 12 couples. He's at the other far end of this big square table. And and we're talking. And at one point, Ryan or, or somebody brings up the podcast. And Dave's like, yeah, Hav has this, the comic book podcast. And Joe says, you're Hav from Hav and Charles Talk Comics? And at first I thought he was giving me shit. Yeah, everybody's giving each other shit. Uh-huh. And I was incredulous. And I was like, yeah, yeah okay, ha, ha, ha. He's like, no, seriously, I, I listened to your podcast. You're, you're Hav from that. And I was like, yeah. He's like, did you get it from He's like, I had it for Anyway, so shout out to Joe from Kansas City for being a fan of so, the podcast. So it, it wasn't even because of I don't David, even, I, you know what I don't even, ask look. I may have had to, uh, a few too many drinks, oh, okay. and, and and don't quite remember how, okay. if I asked how it was that he came up. Maybe it was from Dave mentioning, "Hey, I got a buddy that does a comic book podcast. It might have been, but he listens and he enjoys it. Very cool." Uh, and then somehow the equine therapy thing came up, and I told that story, and Ryan was cracking up apparently, and that's my. I still sometimes when I'm just want a good laugh. I'll, I know exactly what episode that is in season, and we'll just cue it up to the middle part just to listen to it again. Because <laughs> I I completely forgotten about it when we were, we were recording, and your whole thing about yeah we watched football. Anyways, so again, oh, oh just, you mean when I made the big callback to it that time that you just blew through your head? I think I've done that more than once. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm just uh, saying that even in the the first time we talked oh, about the first it, just time. that you had been over watching football and we're like, I thought Julia told you, but I was like, no, nope, <laughs> I had no idea. So, but the long and short of it for this purpose was, hey, if Joe, if you're listening, uh, shout out from Hav. It was uh, nice meeting you at dinner and thanks for listening and I hope you keep on listening. Yeah, Joe, thank you for listening. I, that That's awesome. I, I've never had anybody. That's the, I did, I have a coworker who has a, and he, he came up and quoted something to me recently ah. uh, about, uh, about, it was, it was, he, he was like, are you feeling all right? You, you, you said, because <laughs> he listened to the Charles Sick podcast. Uh-huh. There you <laughs> he, go. He's like, yeah, you sounded like crap. You fought through it. So thank you, Floyd, for worrying about me being sick. And Aww. if you're if you're listening again, I, we we appreciate all of our listeners. We really appreciate all of our listeners. All seven of you, you are absolutely incredible. And I I just wish some of you could write. Oh, hey oh. <laughs> okay, no. So seriously, we do have a way you can contact us if you go to our website, havandcharles.com. Havandcharles.com. You can. There is a link up at the top of the page. You might have to landscape your phone if you're on your phone, or you might have to scroll a little bit because it's on a desktop. It's right at the top or a laptop, but it browsers do a little on phones do a little different. I, I did find that out. But it says send Hav an email. You click that and you just fill out the little form and it comes right to me. And depending... Sorry about that. There is a car driving by. Yeah. Yeah, making a lot of noise. Uh, So depending on whether or not 
I think it's funny. I might forward it to Hob. The funny thing is I forwarded him some stuff sometimes and then he doesn't read it. And yeah, and, I, and, or it, it gets to my junk mail somehow. I, I, well, I swear. Uh-huh, sure. Whatever. And so he doesn't read it. So he's still surprised. So a lot of times I don't. The only, I, it, <laughs> so if you want to surprise Hob, you can write something and say, hey, Charles. I don't, don't tell Hav about this until you spring it on him in the podcast, and I will happily, happily do that. And unfortunately, unless you have Hav's personal email, you can't do the opposite to me. Ah, good point. Which would be cool if you did. I am all for it. I mean, yeah. so if you want to email Hav his regular email address. Ah, there you go. There you go. Actually, now I kind of want to just make an email address that we say is yours, read that out, and see if people will send me things to hide from me, and I would yeah. be, I, that would amuse me. Anywho, so... We did talk about another comic book. Or we're going to talk about. We're going to we talk did, about. We did. We we are going to talk about another comic book that we read. I meant to say we read another comic it's, book. It's tw- it's thirty minutes into the future, and we have talked about another comic book. <laughs> Call back. Hey, it's forty minutes in the future, and Charles is done with the comic book. It is done with the podcast, and he's crying in his house alone as usual. Wait, what? No, I'm sorry. Oh, so I suggested reread House of M. Yes. And hey, this has been a fun podcast, and I'm glad we got to get. No, we we're going to talk about House of M. Hey, because I I don't know the answer to this. Let me just ask. What'd you think? I like it. I liked it the first time I read it. it it's a very good comic. It's, it's not. It's, it's just, not the greatest thing ever, but it's right. look for an event book. It's incredibly good, and one of the yes. reasons it's an incredibly good event book is Bendis wrote it. Yeah, the great uh, Brian Michael Bendis. The pencils art is by Oliver Koppel. I'm going to say C O I P E L. Very and, good art. And and the nice thing about Bendis is he got all the characters. Yes. So un, unlike a lot of these group books where somebody's writing it and they got a good grasp of some of the characters and not all of the characters, you get these weird, well, I just need this guy to do this because of the thing. Nope. Everybody acted the way they're going to act. It was it was excellent in the way it was done. And of course, Bendis is one of the top Spider-Man writers of all time. So he gets Spider-Man and Spider-Man was in it. So he didn't make Spider-Man do weird ass crap that sometimes they do in group books where they throw him in. And in fairness, he's not in group books a lot. So, well, he was just coming off Bendis at the time was either just coming off or was still doing new Avengers, which had looped in Wolverine and, and Spidey as Avengers for the mm-hmm. first time. And that's kind of where you, well, what, what year was this? Oh, five. Oh, five. Yes. He'd also been writing ultimate Spider-Man for five years. There you go. And uh, that, that's what, I, that's what I'm saying is he knows Spider-Man. Uh, even if it's a different Peter Parker, he understands that character. I, I'm not disagreeing yeah. at all. I'm just saying he he had, yeah. he had and then he had used him in New Avengers, mm-hmm. and then I don't know if he had done a lot of X books or any, but he obviously did a good job on this, a bang, a banger job, if you will, uh, on on this. Yes. The the you start out with that's and I you know what there's I'm realizing we read these all sorts of out of order. This immediately leads into the X Factor run that we read. With Layla Miller. It absolutely does. No more mutants. Yeah. So kind of reverse order. It's and, also and Layla comes... Layla was in it. A lot. Because, yeah, yeah she's no, main... she she was a she was a instrumental piece of this thing. Yes. It made me want to pick up the X Factor again and read it again. And I may do that. Hey, you can't go wrong with that, that X Factor run. Oh god, Ray, that thing. Greatness. That was that was moist excellent. Yeah. It, it, so there's a big brouhaha in the Avengers where the old school Avengers are decimated by Scarlet Witch. She's not, she's losing her grasp on reality. Yes. And she kills Vision. She kills Hawkeye. And 
is that it or is there somebody else I'm blanking on? And then everybody's like, okay, Wanda's a problem. Like, yes, uh, we, we have to do can, something she about can alt, She can alter reality to the point where because of Wolverine's membership in both the new Avengers and X-Men, they all get together to say, what are we going to do about Wanda? What are we going to do about Wanda? Very quickly, it devolves into or, or lands on, well... Basically, the, the, the only solution... Yes, we're going to kill her. And there's a lot of people that are like, no, we don't. Like what? That's not what and we Captain do. Captain America is like, whoa, there's always a way. Yeah, there's and a, Wolverine's like, uh, no, there's not. Well, we'll, and, we'll Wolverine and, is a and hammer I, and everything is a nail. When Emma Frost is cold as ice and is like, yeah, no. If 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 uh, Charles Xavier can't handle her, yeah, that's that is the problem. Trouble. That is the problem. It is a nuclear bomb that you have to have a control. You you have to dismantle the nuclear bomb because she is a bomb about to go off. This is unlike some questions they have in comic book universes that cause a brouhaha that you look at it and go, okay, that was lame. Why, why this is not the reason behind it uh, this one this is a hard this is a hard question we don't kill people she could end the universe yeah she has, and al- she's she has reality altering powers yeah and she's losing her mind so you fast not fast forward pietro her brother quicksilver realizes what they're going to do he begs and pleads to his father you know we can't let them do this yes. and then hijinks ensue everybody oh, yeah. There's a big white light and everybody wakes up and the only people that know everything's not right are the people that were in a certain spot in time. No. No. Wolverine. No, it's just no Wolverine. Wolverine Duh. is the only one that remembers everything. And they, and, and they say they think it's because they figure out that they think it's because his mind was so fucked up. Swiped so many times. Yeah, that, that he just, he was managed to hold on to that information and then he has all the... Yeah. And Layla Miller knows it's not right. Yeah, and Layla Miller knows that it's not right, but Layla Miller was she may created not have, in this I, universe. Then, see, that was what I was going to say. I think she's from this universe. I don't think she existed in the original 616. I don't think so either. And I think I think, I think it's implied that maybe Wanda, in the back of her mind, made her as it's a, a failsafe. Yeah. yeah, she stuck a failsafe in there. Or yeah. somewhere inside Wanda, subconsciously, she wants to make sure everything's right. Because Wanda also, the whole premise of the House of M is Magneto won. Back and, and mutants and mutants are the power now. They are the dominant species, and they treat humans terribly. Uh-huh. And yeah. it's 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 every it is every white right wingers fear of if you gave give a minority power that they're going to use that power to treat white males the way white males have treated everybody else forever for centuries yes they, they don't understand that it's equality they, they think of well if somebody else has the same rights that i do they're gonna do to me what i did to them well that's did, anyway sorry did you ever see that movie with harry belafonte and john travolta where african-americans or black people in the united states are the i i know of it i don't think i ever watched it it made me think of that I, I think I watched part of it too. Okay. It's it, it, it just the premise. It just, yeah. That's it. So House of M, it's very much Magneto's family is like the royal family of mutants. Mm-hmm. And to the point where he's been in charge for so long, they're having a special party. And yeah. so Namor's going. In, in Genosha. It's in Genosha, Genosha right? which yeah. is not devastated in this yes. reality. Namor's going. Black Panther's going. The queen of Kane. Oh, because what, what, what Wanda does, at least for the people she knows, she gives them everything they ever wanted. Yes. That so, that causes that causes a problem. So there's a great. We didn't read this. We just read the regular. But I've read the Spider-Man, House of M. Okay. And that's an. Have you ever read that? Nope. Oh, you should read that because they go on because Spider-Man 
is not a mutant, but in the House of M, everybody thinks he's a mutant, so he's famous. He plays and, along. Well, no. He lets them think he's a mutant. Gotcha. And he has everything. Uncle Ben is alive. That's right. I saw that. Uncle Ben is alive. Gwen Stacy is alive, and they're married, and they have a kid. That's and right. J. Jonah Jameson is his bitch. He's his publicist. <laughs> And he oh treats God. him like absolute, well, he treats him the way J. Jonah Jameson treats Peter Parker. So then J. Jonah Jameson finds out that he's not a mutant. He finds his diary and publishes it. So he ah. loses. So this, that doesn't all go on with this, that, but there is this whole, and then he, he quote dies, but he fakes his death and then he's off living with the thing. But it, it's, it's this stuff where he's, he's married to Gwen and Mary Jane Watson is a famous movie star. Yes. Well, and that's why when okay, so Layla's thing is when she gets into proximity or touches people, they they all their memories come back of the yes. of the reality that was the real reality. I yeah, she say. can do that. She, she, I think she has to actually do it. It's not just she's near them. She has to. Or or Emma's helping her augment yeah. her yeah. powers. Yeah, because em, I think Emma, it's a, it, it it took more than just that. Yeah, her being but Emma there. even says that Layla's powers are like nothing she ever. Yeah, like they do this whole thing where they're in her brain, and she's like, yeah. "It's not mutant. It's not mystic. It's not. Yeah, it's something different." She uh, she's a she's a backdoor into the universe. So it's just so every time that happens, you've had people having these realizations, like, and then I think Peter even at once says, says "So MJ is better off without me." Yes, I that that was yeah, it's kind oh. of heartbreaking. Oh God, when they come back. At the end of it, that's mm-hmm. that scene where there's a group that remembers because the group that remembered it at the end of it, when it all kind of is over, they're sitting at Avenger Mansion and Luke Cage is sitting talking to Peter because Peter is just distraught because one, he just lost his uncle and Gwen Stacy and Again. he and he thinks that his current wife is better off without him and he breaks this massive table he slams his fist down on this conference table that right as iron man walks in and he iron man starts to go who does not remember what happened yes starts saying something what's the line for which do they had to have been present when she said no more mutants i what what i don't know i I think they no 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 i think they had to be I think they had to have talked to Layla because I don't think Iron Man had been around Layla. Iron Man was off because remember, Iron Man was one of the good humans and still had his power. That's right. And so they they left him alone. Plus, Tony Stark's a prick. Anyway, I mean, yeah. yeah. I'm not going to disagree. Yeah. So, but, and that was because... Tony Stark was about to start to give shit to Peter and Luke Cage is like, just... You shut the fuck up, basically. Leaving the fuck alone. You don't know what we went through. You just and you don't know what he went through on top of that. So yeah, it's a it's an interesting world. And one of the one of the most fascinating. I, I loved the part where he made where she made herself not have powers there. You're right. So the Scar- Scarlet Witch didn't have powers and had children. Yep. Except yep. she did have powers because when they confronted her at one point, she kind of did a pocket universe thing within the pocket universe. Well, that was a fa- that was a facade. It was not a real person that was out and about talking yeah. to everybody. She was in her own little yes, that's enclave what it, with her kids. Yes, yeah, okay. Yeah. No, it's it. 
Yeah, she made a world where everybody would leave her alone and she could have her children that were not real that she... See, part of the reason she went insane is at one point she made herself children, the children of she and Vision, i.e. what they did in WandaVision. Yes, she conjured them. Yes, and the loss of them when they kept... Drives her crazy. Because, I mean, basically it's comic books, so the whole idea is women be crazy. I think any... Well... Any parent that loses a child, they're going to be distraught. Yes, and obviously. Inconsolable. I, I didn't. I didn't mean it like that. But I know. It just it, no. I, I'm no. I'm not saying you did. I'm just oh, saying okay. it was. It I, was. I, I feel. It's just really reading these things where I always feel like they have to. It's oh five. This came out in oh five. By the way, first issue was August of oh five. Yeah, I'm always interested in, in how they deal with mental illness. Yeah. Of any type in these and look she's having issues uh, yes. mental health issues of the umpteenth degree and then when she's a walking weapon of mass destruction why, of reality why didn't they just have doc samson talk to her because doc samson is so good at that right he's had his track record is speaks for <laughs> I know, itself i i know i'm just having fun with the it's doc samson the it's like dude therapist to the to the hero yeah well he's also a he's also a hulk and well mm-hmm. he's yeah oh dear lord <clears throat> could we get dr phil on the line well how's that working oh for you so let's see here i don't look it's i enjoyed it i i was when i was reading it i remember thinking uh whatever whatever i picked you you made me go first when we suggested these so when i suggested house of m and then you dropped watchmen, watchmen on top of your head yeah and then I was like, oh. I don't oh. make you go first. I let you go first. Oh, I, okay. Dude, I have... What you're saying is you're going to change yours based on what I say if I go the other way. I no, have my... It, no, yes. That's maybe. literally... That, uh, maybe. That's literally well, but what no, you're saying. You know what? I'm glad I am glad I didn't because I would have thought, oh, let's do Dark Knight Returns. Oh, or no, let's it's do, too much. It's too yeah, much. Yeah, that would have been too much. No. It's too heavy. This was very... Although this yeah, was fairly heavy. This was fairly heavy, but it was also very well done. Yes. And everybody, of course, going back to the plot a little bit, everybody, of course, assumes Magneto's. Oh, yeah. Behind it's like, this. we got to get that son of a bitch. We're, 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 we're killing him this time. I mean, the group of yeah. we're killing with this one, we're killing Magneto. This is, this this is, is it. This is too damn far. He has got to go. And it turns out to be Quicksilver, who, by yeah. the way, has never been a good guy. I just. No. I'll, I'll, quite frankly, though, the best the best Quicksilver is the Quicksilver in the movies. The what, the, the Marvel the, the movies? Fox. Nope, nope. The Fox movies. Yes, uh, and it's just because oh. the couple of scenes where he's no that doing one that scene stuff. in the kitchen. Oh, the kitchen scene was incredible. And then when he saves everybody in the mansion, in the mansion, that yeah. one's they did it again, and I was like, wow, that's awesome. But other than that, yeah, yeah. somebody could, I feel like somebody could do something really good with that character. Yes. And it just hasn't quite. I mean, he used, was used very well to for uh, obviously purpose here. Yes, and to be I the big bad. And by the way, I loved it when they brought he, th- that same actor back to be in Wandavision when she brought back Pietro. Except yeah. it was a, with the different act with, for the other actor, and that I mean, that's just like, oh my god! Now I got to watch that show again. Yeah, it was a good show. Oh my god, that was a good show. It really was. I liked Wandavision. It was really well. And I done. still haven't watched Loki. But Bad yeah. Hav. But you saw the Marvels, right? Yes, I loved it. Oh my god, that was awesome! It was such a good. It movie. was so fun. Yes, just a nice, fun, good movie. I, I don't, I don't get the the the. Oh, it's the, just doing awful, and it's a bad movie. It's no, it's doing awful, but it ain't a bad movie. Haters gonna hate, hate, hate. Yeah, 
And look, I think I've thought about this. I put a little brain effort. In. It's just it, the the way we consume movies in particular has changed radically because of COVID, especially when you're releasing stuff to, to streaming or people well, like me that can wait. Hey, I can wait a few months since yeah. wait for it to come on Disney Plus. And, and but the the other thing that made it difficult, do they could not promote it. Because of the strike. Because of the strike. There was, they, you cannot, it, when you do a movie like that, you are inundated with, you'd have been inundated with all three of those Marvels on talk shows and here and there, and they're funny and they're great. Good and you're point. like, oh, hey, I want to see that movie. That drives up all that because Interest. that's, yes. a lot of that is free advertising because yep. you, that, and that's the things people want to see. You'll watch all these clips on YouTube. I like, I, the, I want to see all three Marvels talking to each other because I saw some stuff after after the strike ended they did some stuff and it was cute and it was funny and if they'd have been full court blasting that i think it would for have a done month better. or two before the movie that's drops. Right. yes yeah but disney did not want to pay actors so they didn't have the opportunity to do that so disney lost Fair. a bunch of money but they're going to try to blame it on the fact that they had women in it it's like yeah whatever i i don't know what guys want do they want all movies with all men the, the two adult actresses in that movie are both smoking hot, even if they never smile. I like it when a woman is stern with me. Anyway, so what? Okay. No, and the young lady, I mean, they, they, it was very well. It, okay, enough about that, I guess. But no, the young lady that plays Ms. Marvel, uh -huh. she's so. She's awesome. She is so and, exuberant and, and delightful and, and, and wonderful. I adore she's her. A, she's a fangirl in real life. Yes. Which is cool and no it was just oh it was such a good movie i i can't recommend it enough i'm in fact i'm waiting for julie to want to go see it in the theater which she said she will so i i if she listens to this it's not going to drop for a while i told her there's one scene in particular that she's going to love because of the the et cat the flurkin yeah the flurkin and the flurkin has reproduces and there's flurkin everywhere and they're baby flurkins <laughs> and it's that was cute that was cindy's favorite scene it's freaking that was cindy's favorite overload. scene Yes. Okay. So, look, I, I'm not trying to shortchange House of M. Yes. At all. Okay. It was eight issues. Yes. I think eight issues was good. Yeah. I don't think it was too long. I don't, I don't think, think there was, was too much. I don't think there was too much of it. I think it was really good. And everything you needed was in that. You There was yes. there was extraneous. You could read other stuff in that world, but none of that was necessary to read those eight issues and get what went on. I didn't look. I think I looked on Hoopla. I didn't see an omnibus or something that collected all the House of M into one big tome or, or two volumes. I, I'm wondering if maybe on Marvel... Uh, which I think I maybe canceled my subscription for a second because I wasn't using it. Okay. I, I, I'm now I'm curious to read all of the House of M and mm -hmm. every related title, which I know has to be at least a thousand pages of comics. I don't, if not 2, I don't know if it's pages. that big, but it it I, it it was a decent. It was decent. I don't know because it was only eight issues, so that means it only went because well, that, is that eight? Did they run that over eight months? I I believe so. Oh, wow. Well, no, I mean, uh, did they run it in the Marvel Universe, it, it, in the real universe over eight months, or did I they... Don't, I don't know the answer. Yeah, because they might have just done some shorter runs with some other stuff. You know what I mean? Because it's not... Because sometimes oh, you know they... It looks like... You know what? I take it back. It looks like they did two issues a month. Okay, that makes more sense. So, of they, House of M, maybe. So then you might get, get some four-issue arcs or some six-issue arcs or some yeah. miniseries on top of that, so... No, um, I I liked it. I the whole at the end of it when she comes back from it and then says no more mutants and everybody loses. Does she lose her mutant powers too when she goes no more mutants? I don't remember. I remember she just ends up. No, I don't think so. But she ends up in that village. Remember in the mountains. Oh, and she's okay. just 
She's doing just, her own thing. Okay. I don't know that she does, though. I don't know. I okay, don't so she kind of ends up like she is at the beginning of the multi multi multiverse of multiverse madness? of madness. That uh, kind no, of thing. No, because she, she. I don't think she's using her powers. I think she's just okay. in a village in the okay. in the mountains in Middle Eastern in Middle okay. Eastern Eastern Europe somewhere. It looks like Middle Eastern just Europe. Just kind of middle or sure. Good. Eastern good old Europe. Middle Eastern Europe. <laughs> Whoopsie. I made up a I made up a new area of the world. You're welcome, everybody. So it's, uh, the Middle East, you mean like Kansas? No, East. Yes, <laughs> like not from Kansas. around here, <laughs> Kansas. Yeah, middle, the Middle no. East, <laughs> the middle of the East. No, in the in some Eastern because yes, you're I whatever. You. Yes. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yes. Okay. I get you. They're, well, she's um, she's they're supposed to be Romanian. I mean, their dad's Jewish. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, because they were uh, Romani. That's right. At least, right. or was so, it? No, wait, that's Doctor Doom. But it could no, Doctor Doom is Latvian. Thank you. Very well, much. I understand. Well, yes and no. So, you know, we have never done anything with Doctor Doom. I yes, we did, and well, you hated no. it. Well, I didn't. The X Men and X Men and, and Avengers, or X Men and, and Fantastic Four. Comic. Oh God, that's right. Yeah. So they they hated it. They're leading up to secret. They, they, they're going to do Secret Wars. And yeah, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I, yeah, yeah. So what I'm saying is for season one, we're reading, no, I'm just kidding. We're not doing that. <laughs> we're going to read everything that has Secret Wars in the title. Go. <laughs> Starting, we got it. We had a lot of reading to do. Oh, dear God, we've got a lot of reading to do. Because when they did Secret Wars 3, that's right. I don't care what they called it. And they did Secret Wars 2. I'm sorry. When they did Secret Wars 2 again, they l- shut down the entire marvel universe and everything was that and there was a lot and yes i've read it and i didn't like i didn't dislike it by the way i i shouldn't i i sounded like it's oh it's hard i just don't know how that's going to translate to to movies is is all i'm saying hey uh, and kevin feige i trust with few exceptions yeah he's done He's done. He's done some good. Uh, some good flicks. Some good storytelling. Oh, speaking of speaking of Kevin Feige. So, without using Kevin Feige, this idea, Dave Filoni just got mm-hmm. promoted at Disney in the Star Wars department to basically chief creative. So all of the stuff that they're going to do, instead of them coming to him late in the process and go hey what do you think about what we're doing that we're about to make this movie that well we're we're 95% through with this movie and this is what we're doing where could we tweak it he's actually going to be brought in kind of like they did in the DC universe with James Gunn yeah and his guy they they've got Filoni who is as close to George Lucas as you can get and they're giving him a, yeah, let's work on this. Because he gave us the, I, I know he wasn't the guy that did the Mandalorian, but he had a lot to do with the Mandalorian. He did Rebels. He did the Clone Wars. The Clone Wars aren't my favorite, but there's some great shit in there. Yeah. And Star Wars Rebels is incredible. And Ahsoka. then Ahsoka. Oh my God. I loved that. I got to go watch that again. So it was great. Yeah. I'm very, I'm very, that, that, this pleases me. Yeah. I'll allow, I was, I'll allow it. I, I was excited. I love Dave Filoni. I think he is an excellent writer and creator and showrunner, world, yeah, world, world builder. He's a world builder, and he gets he gets the Star Wars universe because he sat at George Lucas's knee. Yeah. Well, no, I, I'm I, sure I, I'm sure they sat together. I don't think he actually sat at his knee. I mean, that would be weird or on his knee because why mean, would why would why would you go there? Yeah. So who's who's all weirded? Out about stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm weirded about a workplace environment that George Lucas would make one of his producers sit on his knee. I just, 
I don't I don't think George Lucas is that I don't think George Lucas is that guy. He he seems like a really nice man. That's all I'm saying. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. How dare you besmirch the good George Lucas? I just said I think he's a nice man. Okay. I like the man. I believe you. He made my childhood. Right? And Gene Roddenberry. Him and Gene Roddenberry. More him. Okay. So, hey. So, I think we... Yeah, 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 yeah. Did we just finish... Are we almost done with season three or what? We are almost done with season three. Uh, This is the time where we thank people and discuss what we're going to read next. Uh, So, Hav informed me, because we had talked about that we're... We're possibly going to do a pod in between the two seasons where we talk about the Spider-Verse and, and Hob, the comic book, the comic book Spider-Verse. Yes. Oh, if we talk about that, we'll be talking about the movies too, but yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah, mainly the, the just, and the whole thing. Cause it is, what, what is it? 900 pages, 600 pages, a thousand pages. I'm pulling it up right okay. now. Hav, Hav told me, he texted me yesterday that he's 200 pages in and I'm like, holy shit, I haven't even started it. In fairness, I've read it more than once. So it, it's not as, and I will be reading it. It's not as important that I be delving into it as quick, but I, I'm excited to do that just as a, hey, let's have a, let Charles talk about Spider-Man for an hour and a half. Look, I am I am about 200 pages into it. And it, I'm looking, it's about 700 pages, but I want to make yeah. sure I'm reading the right one. Will you send me the screenshot again? Okay. I think I looked at the screenshot and I think I'm, I think I'm reading the right one, but I kind of just. Well, I, I it, think if it's 700 some pages, I'm pretty sure you got the right one, but okay. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll try to look it up again. It is. I'm, like I said, I am going through it for rather quickly. Yeah. Uh, it's fun. It's just, it's really good. It's fun. And then do you want to know what I'm going to suggest for you for the first episode next year? Or you just yes, want to I leave do. it as a No, I want to do it. I want to do it to it. Like, how did you say that once? Do it to it. Like Pruitt used to do it to it. There you go. Do it to it like Pruitt used to do it to it. I'm going to I'm gonna end on X. I'm going to start on X. Oh. So a more, very much more recent thing that the a pretty good recent writer that's that kind of hit his stride here, Jonathan Hickman, did House of X, Powers of X. It's on the hoopla. House of X slash Powers of X. It's a complete reboot of the X-Men part of the Marvel Universe. Do you know what you're going to suggest for... I know we're going to do a special episode just about Spider-Verse. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Do you know what you're going to suggest for our first episode of next season? Yes, I've decided I'm going to go older, and we're just going to do the Superman Red Sun. Cool. Cool, cool. Because we've both wanted to read it. We want to talk about it. It's a fun comic book, and it'll it'll be good. Well, or not. It's been a year or two since I've read it. It'll be good. I know. Yeah. Okay. Well, hey, there you go. Wow. So we have done now three seasons of this podcast. I have truly enjoyed it. I have really, I really appreciate all of y'all that listen. I know I make jokes about you not writing. That is fine if you don't want to email us. I, I, I do like looking and seeing that people have actually listened. And I, I like talking to our friends that, that listen and, that they tell us that they enjoy us and that we're giant fucking dorks and they're correct. Fair. Uh, I mean, yeah, giant, yeah. giant fucking dorks. I mean, I'm almost six, four. So yeah, you're yeah. a bigger giant dork than I am Yeah, in that yeah. regard. Well, height wise, height wise, are yeah. we going to do weight? No. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> How dare you attack me? <laughs> no, likewise. Thank you everybody for listening. And like I always say, and I always mean it. Thank you to Charles for doing all the heavy lifting on the production, the editing, the getting it out there to everybody, publishing it. Thank you to Patrick for the website. Thank you to my wife for putting up with me doing this at weird times and like, hey, do you mind taking all the dogs upstairs and so they're not barking in the background? And uh, uh, thank you to everybody. I really mean it. I really enjoy it. 
I enjoy the reading. I enjoy do, doing the podcast with you, Charles. And it's just, it's just fun. It's just, I have way, way more fun doing this than I probably should. No, I think we have just the right amount of fun. It, it, it is a blast. Julie, thank you very much for allowing Hav to do this. I, yes. It, it is wonderful. And thank you very much for the times you email me about what Hav's done wrong. I, I cannot tell you how much I enjoy that. <laughs> and me too. It just cracks me up. I And I don't mean that in a bad way because I adore Hav. So Julie's a really good writer too, by the way. Yeah, I, she I is. I don't know if that email oh, no, she, she sent was No, when she writes written. it, she she writes them well too. It's just the... Yeah. Yeah, no, it's wonderful. So, all right. So, yeah. Okay. So, so thank you. We look forward to joining y'all again in season two. Hey, you know, we in should get four. with Caesar. Yeah. Sorry. It's four season two. It's but it's ten thirty. Yeah, I yeah, man. Maybe we should talk to Caesar and see if he wants to do a Marvels pod. Yes, that'd be awesome. Okay. We need to. So all right, excellent. Thank y'all very much for listening. Y'all have a uh, happy holidays. To yes, everybody. happy holidays. Bye. Bye.